0: Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life-first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the System Samey podcast. I'm Jordan Gill, and I thought it would be helpful to cover the unfortunate or the not ideal situation where you speak with somebody and they don't buy your product or service. And the reason I want to cover this is because a few reasons. The first reason is that... I've seen a lot in the space and in conversation around like if somebody doesn't purchase your services or products right away, then they're just like a lost cause or they're just like meant to just go float around in the ether and figure it out. And I want to give three other options (laughs) that may be a better approach to if someone doesn't buy your product or service. And the reason I wanna give some additional context and action items is because just because your client doesn't buy your services or products right away, it doesn't mean that their problem has been solved or it goes away or it dissolves into the ether, right? Like the client still has the problem that they came to you with. They still have the problem of wanting to scale their business or wanting to, you know, overcome their health issues or they still have to write their sales page like the problem doesn't go away just because they didn't purchase your solution and so they're going to find a solution it just may not be yours now that's with an asterisk that i'll come back to later however when i think about this i i have three things that i do depending on the situation. And the first one, the first thing that I'll do, if someone doesn't buy my product or service, and I know they're a right fit, like I'm just like, oh, like, I would love to work with you, then I will follow up. Okay, so that's the first thing that you can do is actually follow up with people. So many people don't do this. And it blows my mind. There's definitely people that I know that are like in the back of my head, like, you know, like I, I at the time wouldn't have worked with them, but now I would, or next year I would, or whatever the case is. But because I'm busy, because life is happening, I'm just, I don't have it top of mind to like go back to that person. And something that I've used literally so many times at this point, and is always, it's always shocking to me how good this works, is the nine word email by Dean Jackson. Now, Dean Jackson, I honestly know nothing about this man besides the nine word email. So just take that as it is. Um, I know nothing about him. And uh, I'm going to link to a Medium article that he wrote back in 2017 that helps to literally outline what it is. But essentially, it is that basically every 90 days, you want to go back to all of your past leads, and you want to tap back into their world and see if they're still needing a solution to the problem that they originally had, again, three months ago-ish when they reached out to you. And the reason that you do that, and some stats that he talks about are that people... um, You know, just over half the people who inquired about something will buy what they inquire about within the next 18 months. And the study found that only 15% of them will buy in the first 90 days, leaving 85% of the buyers in the more than 90 day category. There's so many people that I can think of that didn't purchase done in a day within the first 90 days, six months, year. It took them a year and a half, two years to purchase done in a day and because i just kept you know giving value kept up with touches then they eventually joined and so i never uh like get upset when people are on their own timeline right and i never guilt them about like oh well you know you don't know what's best for you and you know your life and your business are just going to tank because you're not making this decision right now like that's just i don't like it's so strange to me when people do that it really blows my mind. Um, but the nine word email goes a little something like this. So for example, a nine word email that I use for VIP days, and this is like literally exactly what I write is I'll put, Hey, and then first name in the subject line. And then in the actual email, I'll say, Hey, are you still looking to offer VIP days? Jordan, like literally that's it. And again, it's called a nine word email. Is it exactly nine words for every single person? No. But again, it's like, are you still looking to, you know, plan a trip to Italy? Are you still looking to, you know, make your first hire? Like whatever it is that you help somebody with, adding the, are you still looking for enter, you know, solution or enter problem or whatever. I'm always shocked at how well this email does. Like I, I don't know really what it's about, but for some reason the simplicity of it, maybe I try not to question it because I'm like, okay, if it works, it works. But again, if you overuse it, it's not going to work. So yeah, maybe every ninety days to six months is usually when I will do a roundup of it, and it always brings about sales. Like it always is bringing people. Yes, like I actually am you know? And so then we can start our conversation and bring them to a sale. And, you know, it can be a simple follow-up like that. It does not have to be this like super intense funnel that you're, there's like whittling down into, and it's a lot of maintenance and you got to remember where everybody's at. Like, no, don't, we don't need to do all that. Um, So I wanted to share that this method, because again, if someone isn't buying your product or service and they are a right fit, don't abandon them. Don't, throw them off into the wolves, like put them on, again, this kind of sequence of the nine-word email between 90 and 60, 90 days or six months later, and see if they can become a client then. And people uh, underestimate the power of being able to just consistently fill your pipeline because, yeah, if you only have five chances to like have a client each month, then yeah, that's gonna be really stressful. That's going to cause you to like want every single person to purchase from you because you don't know where your next lead is coming from and you don't know where, you know, your next client is coming from, all of that. So, you know, don't uh don't put yourself in that predicament. Consistently have leads coming in so that way every single person you talk to doesn't feel like a desperate attempt to like land the client. Like I come to my sales calls and I come to my connection calls and all the things like knowing that I will be talking to somebody else. Cause I see it on my calendar or knowing that more is coming and not making it a big deal if they don't say yes immediately. Right. So that is one thing that I do. The second thing that I do, if they are not a right fit for me, but I know they would be a right fit for somebody else that does something similar to me or is in my realm, I will refer them. And again, I think people are scared to do this because they have this scarcity mindset that they must help every person that comes their way. Uh, Again, because they don't have a true pipeline happening. But I love to refer. I love to recommend. I love to share Opportunities where it's like, yeah, I could do that, but also this other person would be much better at it or would be potentially a better personality fit or a better structural fit. Again, when I what I do is VIP days, and if someone really needs a longer term option, I'm not just gonna make up a longer-term option just to make the sale. I'm going to send them to somebody who is great with the longer term option. So, you know, if someone else is better suited for someone, then I'm going to send them their way right? If I feel like it's going to be a win for them. And then the third thing that I do, if someone doesn't buy, you know, my product or service right away is if they are not the right fit for me or for anyone I know, then I do just wish them well. And that's not a negative thing. That's not a, uh, I don't know. That's not like a bad or yeah, it's not bad. It's not negative. It just is. And not every person that comes across your way is the right fit or best fit. And it and it always comes down to making sure that you are consistently making touches with people and giving opportunities and all of that so that when you wish somebody well, you aren't, you know, obsessively being like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know where my next person's going to be. I can't believe I just let that person go." It's like, "No, nah, like it's okay. It truly is okay." So, I wanted to share those three things that I do and how I, again, kind of detach and allow for people to not buy my product or service. And it's all data, it's all feedback. So, if I put something out there and nobody buys, which happens, then that's data. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I either need to reposition that or I just need to let it go. And people don't need that solution or they don't think they need that solution. So, how do i get clear on what people do need so to recap so, so three things that you can do if someone doesn't buy your product or service the first one if they are a right fit follow up with them put them in a an actual follow up sequence have your systems help you with that use the nine word email by dean jackson uh, every 90 to s- days to 6 months if they aren't the right fit for you and they would be a better fit for somebody else. Then refer or recommend somebody. Uh, again, people appreciate that a lot. And the third thing is, if they aren't a right fit for you or someone else, then just wish them well, and that is okay. And everyone will get their problem solved, and they'll get it figured out. We're all adults. We're all humans. We're living the human experience. Uh, we've solved problems many times, so just let it go, right? So I hope that that is. A little more encouraging than just feeling like, okay, if someone doesn't buy my product or service, they're off into the wind. Cause there's options and there's opportunities. And so never feel like you're always having to, you know, move into uh getting new clients all the time and whatnot. The follow-up is where you can really have a powerful experience to continue to give value and continue to share with that person without again, this like need for them to become a client. All right. That is today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn. If that's more of your jam, let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories.